How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. This is Primetime on Football Friday. 1080 The Fan. We're going to ring that championship bell. 60 minutes. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Ready? This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back, Cooper. You're having a nice little Friday. 504, Rob and Souk. Yeah, happy January 6th, everybody. Your sports bros. We got uh, Joey Harrington, 530. Uh, the club tonight, I want to talk about Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Seen that whole story? That thing's freaky. And I would also like to talk about missing pieces of clothing. Okay. Do you have stuff that just vanishes? Yes. And yes. It's, it's very frustrating. And I, I, I just, I've recently lost my favorite sweatshirt, and... Normally, it's it's just like one of my stupid kids stealing it, but everyone swears that it's not them. And it really bothers me when you have, like, I would like to, even if it's just gone forever, I would like to know what happened to it. It's just gone. Been there. It just vanishes. And it's very. It hurts. It is. I like, I'm, I feel It hurts like, because you just don't, like, I, I usually take good care of that sweatshirt. Yes. And I, I mind where it is yeah. and I. I you know, and now it's now I'm being blamed. Somehow like you I've probably this up. you let left it somewhere. I'm like, I don't think I. I don't did. think I did. right because you yes. I think it you, was kidnapped. It's your favorite. It happens I, to me with hats a lot. I yes. feel like it happens with a hat a lot. Yeah, and especially if it's one of those that you can't replace. I I I was given this. I don't know where to get another one. I don't know what brand it was. They're not making this one anymore. Oh, uh, so now I'm just uh, that is know. a thing. I'm like, in a bit of a loss right now. I feel like it used to be you could replace clothing pretty easily. Yeah, because there were only so many brands and things that we wore. Now it's like I don't even. It's like I feel like everything's a one-off. Yeah, it was. An, I don't know. That that was last year's model. We don't sell that anymore. Yeah, what? Why? Like, huh? I liked it. Some, you know, I look. It's 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 a great day for me because you know I'm celebrating. Uh, you know, my day. But at the same time, I, I've. I did a hard target search today. I really turned the house upside down, mm. and I I think it's gone. And I'm struggling with it. I'm it's a it's a day of loss for me. I hope you find it. Yeah, uh, I don't think, I know how you feel. Yeah, it's it's, 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 tough. it's tough. 
Rest in peace. Yeah. Suk's favorite sweatshirt. Yeah. Also, um, this is exciting. Science is on the brink of a breakthrough cure for erectile dysfunction. Yes. We'll talk about that. Could be a great day. It shocks me that we haven't cured baldness and boners yet. You would think that those are the two things that all of our top scientists are on. Come on. Right now, the hot five at five. Oh. Hot topics. Hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Do you remember the Dodgers? I do remember the Dodgers. They once had a pitcher named Trevor Bauer. Former Cy Young Award winner and turns out kind of into some kinky stuff. He's accused of sexual assault and domestic violence. He was suspended by Major League Baseball, uh, ultimately served 194 games based off of their investigation into what happened with the uh, accuser from San Diego. And no charges were ever filed against him. Right. Um, He has been DFA'd. Yeah. Designated for assignment, which likely means that he will clear waivers and be released by the team. Tonight was the deadline the Dodgers had to make a decision on him. Of course... Uh, the Dodgers are on the hook. They have to pay him $22.5 million, which is the final year of his uh, salary. So they're done with that. Because I remember when this all went down, they owed him a bunch of money. But he never pitches again, right? I don't think so. Do you, do you see a team? I don't know. I mean, I mean, we were talking about this yesterday as it pertains to Chris Beard. Yeah. You know, the there's a lot of wrongdoing and... A lot of bad things happen with sports figures, you know. Number yeah. four. But it seems that the line these days, you just do not get a second chance, is when it's domestic violence and sexual assault like yeah. this. You know, and then that he claims, you know, obviously that he did nothing wrong, and you know they yeah. investigated him, and just the details of what he's into, even if it was consensual. Or... Well, baseball wouldn't have suspended him 194 games if they didn't think he was guilty. Yeah, it was. A, it was a weird one. Jim Harbaugh is now facing a suspension as his Michigan program is under investigation for serious recruiting violations during COVID. This is why uh, he said that you never know what the future holds. He'll be heading to Carolina any day. This story is dumb. He's allegedly, I guess they said he was not forthcoming with investigators. Yeah, they said he was was lying. They found a receipt where he bought a burger for a kid. Yeah. And, so it's, it's and not, he lied about it. It's not the infraction; it's the lying. And the NCAA does not like it when you lie. But Supposedly, I mean, this was on. like the this was like the USC thing. You so can't you, mislead investigators. Oh come on, dude! You have NIL where these kids are making millions of dollars, and Jim Harbaugh buys a burger, and the NCAA's all panties are all in a. Get out of here with it! No one cares Where about does this it stop, stuff. Isaac. First, it's a burger, then it's God, a car. I mean, so come dumb. on. Does the NCAA even think it's stupid? I'm sure it does, but they want to set the president. Even if it's a burger, don't f and lie to us. That's yeah. that's what I think it's. About. I think their idea is just tell us that you bought the damn burger. Right. You ever do that with your kid? You're like, just tell me the truth. Well, I came home so that my kid was the last um, person to drive our car. Yeah. When we were on vacation. I come home. There's a big, uh, big gouge or something. No, like the windshield, you know, like one of the rocket, the windshield or something. Oh yeah. But I didn't, you know, that's what it looks like happened. But I'm like, hey, what do you know about this? He's like, nothing. Nothing. No, see now. And I don't believe him. Now you're upset. You're the NCAA. I don't believe him. You're like, oh, what's the big deal? Kids never know anything. 
Although, weren't we all that way? I've never owned... When I was a kid, I didn't own up to a single thing ever. But if I could look in his eye... Yeah, you would know. I would know. <laughs> Damar Hamlin's breathing tube is out, and uh, he has FaceTimed with his team telling them, I love you, boys. Yeah, it's just an amazing story. By all accounts, like, whether he plays or not or again, we're getting the uh, we're getting the fairy tale end of this thing. Yeah, they're saying that uh, pretty pretty miraculous recovery. Yes. Another new quarterback for the Jets this week. They will turn to Joe Flacco against the <laughs> Dolphins. How bad is it for Zach Wilson <laughs> in a game that means absolutely nothing? And by the way, Joe Flacco is probably going to retire. They're still going with Joe Joe Flacco over Zach Wilson, who claims that he's now focused on twenty twenty three. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but you're right. The Jets have nothing to play for, and they're still not going to play Zach Wilson. Yes, that's how bad it is. Wow. (laughs) Mike White, unavailable due to injury. The Eagles are trying to nab the number one seed in the NFC. Coach Nick Sirianni saying quarterback Jalen Hurts is trending towards playing against the Giants. Yeah, which they do need. The Giants have said they're going to play everyone how long because they're they're locked into their spot. But Philly, if they lose this. Wait, the Giants are going to play everyone? That's what they said. No, they're not. They said they're going to at least start everybody. But if if Philly loses this and Dallas wins, Dallas wins the division. So this is a big game for Philadelphia. Come too far together. Stop now. Let's do it. That's it, baby. Shot it from the rooftop. Number one. My number one fan. Number one. Number one. Number one. It's the first NFL game canceled since 1935. Bills Bengals deemed a no contest by the NFL. They voted on it. Owners also voting the following changes to the playoff format. Uh, if the Ravens win Sunday against the Bengals, uh, a potential 3 6 wildcard game between those teams would use a coin flip to determine home field advantage. This is because if the Ravens win this week, they will have beaten Cincinnati twice, but finished behind them in the standings by half game. But because Cincinnati didn't get to play their game, had they lost that game to Buffalo, then Baltimore would win the division. And uh, as far as the AFC title game goes, the only other changes they made, it will be played on a neutral field only if Buffalo or Cincinnati are playing Kansas City and if those teams finished within a half game of each other. Yes. So that, that would depend on what happens this weekend, uh, which is too convoluted to go into. But there, point being... There is a, a, a scenario, a very plausible scenario, where none of this really matters yes. that they didn't play the Bengals-Bills game. But, you know, if Kansas City and Buffalo meet, that game could be in Pittsburgh. I guess Bucks said that because they were originally talking about Indy, but I guess Indy can't because there's a volleyball game there. Yeah, there's a, they're holding a volleyball tournament there that weekend, so Indy said no go. Yeah, Don't you was... just kick the volleyball tournament out and like Con- find them a new... Contracts, my man, contracts. It's a volleyball tournament, contracts. <laughs> and displace thousands of families coming from all over the Midwest region? Yes. Yeah, can't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think SoFi was booked up. Yeah, they're looking around at, at sites now trying to find out who's available and, you know, piece that together. Because you got to have those contingency plans. Because it, it may not come to fruition, but you, you need to have a place to, to play it. But if it's Pittsburgh and – or if it's in Pittsburgh and it's Kansas City and Buffalo, yeah, that favors the Bills, right? I would well, assume. Well, maybe I mean, not. It's, yeah, it's a lot closer, I would think, to, to Buffalo. Is it not? I almost think you it have is. to pick something just... like smack dab in the middle regionally or wait to find out what teams and if you're going to need it. Like, if you pick it now, I mean, it's only for, is it only for those teams? 
Yeah. Okay. Well, it's only for those. It's only for the teams that have a chance scenario. to finish within a half game of one another. Right. Yeah. Right. In other words, they didn't play the same number of games. That's that's the only thing they're they're deeming. Anybody else plays in the AFC title game, it, it just, doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just at the home field of yeah. whoever's the higher seat. Yeah. But I was just thinking Pittsburgh because of the cold weather, but it's cold in Kansas City too. So. Yeah, and the cold in Buffalo. Maybe Buffalo would love this. I mean, I I know everyone love you know Buffalo. They love to play at home, but you know. Josh Allen, do you want to play in negative seven degrees? What about the AFC title game at Autzen Stadium? There you go. How do you feel about that? Stick it there. All right, I've got a few Friday randoms well, coming like, up next. I kind of want to see it played like the Big House or whatever. 100,000 people crammed into that? Yeah, that'd be cool. College stadiums, I, I mean, are, I college stadiums are, for the most part, bigger than NFL stadiums. And Joey Harrington coming up in 15 minutes on The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Trevor Bauer released a statement saying that <laughs> he sat down with the Dodgers yesterday in Arizona and they told him that they wanted him back on the team. Uh, well, so, we got to find out who's lying then. Yeah, the Dodgers. Well, the Dodgers just, well, they changed their mind. And he said, I'm disappointed by the organization's decision today. And then he just said, I appreciate the wealth and support I've received from the clubhouse. I wish the players all the best and look forward to competing elsewhere. But then the Dodgers statement came out and said, you know, we've reviewed everything and we've just made the decision he's not going to be part of the team. So yeah. maybe they just changed their mind. It's I possible. guess, but it's kind of weak to have the meeting and be like, we want you here, man. And then the next day, like, Sorry, no, we man. don't actually. Can't. Oh, well, maybe the Giants can sign him for 700000 no, no. You have no shame. The Mets will sign him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, okay, so you're a Mets fan. You sign him. You're like, ah, oh, hey, uh, I mean, you can't feel good about that. He's an awful person. Ah, you, you put him under the wing. Like, you oh. put him under the wing of the great Justin Verlander. And, hey, we're uh, gonna be good. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird Verlander thing. and Bauer, the douchiest <laughs> rotation ever. God. Yeah, I, that's that's one that would make me uncomfortable. Um, although, you know, like, I remember reading through that, and 
he's got he's got some text that kind of back up his side of the story. He to me it just I don't know criminal, but boy, he's into some he's into some awful stuff. But uh, like I said I thought that was a weird story because I don't like to play the you know the morality police when something's not illegal. Um, you know, and he certainly had some some messages that kind of leaned that way. But it's a very very uncomfortable conversation to have around Trevor or about Trevor Bauer if anyone signs him. Did you see the Coach Prime Ralphie video? I did see the Coach Prime. I keep, that's one thing you can say about Deion Sanders. Yeah, he's great. Deion Sanders understands creating buzz and yeah. hype around a program. I absolutely love Coach Prime. Yeah. And I think it is awesome that he is in the Pac-12. Well, that I, is going to be really, really interesting. The um, I saw in the transfer portal, I think they're ranked third as far as yeah, like, like who won the transfer portal. Like Kids want to yes. come be around Deion Sanders. And you could say it's just that. It's only recruiting or whatever. But his team at uh, Jackson was 10-1 yeah. and one or 11-0 and 0 or something. Something like that. Look, he was successful at his time in, in, in Jackson State. I, 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 I do tell everyone because you get so many people that are like, oh, Colorado's going to be good. No, no. Colorado should be better because there's going to be an influx of talent. But the point I keep making is the talent level that exists in the SWAC where he was playing in, in Jackson State, or Jackson State, the 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 players that he was getting were were players that instantly transformed that to the most talented team in the conference. Like his kid and some of the the high school kids that he was able to pull, you don't see those athletes uh, in the SWAC. So immediately when they stepped on the field, they were the physically most talented team. He'll go out and he'll get guys at Colorado, but Colorado's still going to be probably the seventh to eighth, maybe even ninth most talented team in the Pac-12. It's like, oh, yeah, I brought in my kid who's a good quarterback. Yeah, so is Michael Penix. So is Bo Nix. So is Caleb Williams. Hey, we went and got a four-star wide receiver. Great. Oregon's got seven of them. Like, the level of competition that he's going to be playing against is so much greater in the Pac-12 week-to-week that, the, the you know, going to get people that are true difference makers, it's going to be way harder at Colorado than it was at Jackson yeah. State. So they're going to be more talented, but but still, this idea that Colorado is going to come in and, and, I don't know, like change the Pac-12 or that they're going to all of a sudden be contenders, boy, I, I think you're shoveling well, something. I, I don't know how many people believe that. I think it's just the idea that finally Colorado's sort of relevant. Yeah. Like Prime brings instant relevance, and he's interesting and – um, it's just different and it's cool and it will be fun to see how it all plays out. You know, I mean, what do you got to lose? You're Colorado. You were terrible. You got nothing. You got nothing. No. So that was a great get. The video that I'm talking about, <laughs> Prime sits down. So he meets, so it's all set up yeah. clearly, but they're kind of playing it off as uh, Prime meets the handler of Ralphie, yeah, the, the Buffalo head, the head trainer. It's a lady mascot. And she comes in. She's like, oh, really nice to meet you and everything. And, Prime's like, look, I got, I got some concerns here. We should probably play it. Yeah. I, I didn't. It's only, like, it's only like a minute and a half. Yeah, and he's like, uh, I'm really scared of Ralphie. <laughs> like, it's a big freaking buffalo, man. And she's like, oh, you got nothing to. He's great. He's really sweet, and you got nothing to worry about. And they end it with them coming to uh, uh, the realization that uh, Coach Prime and Ralphie have something in common and that they both have eight toes. <laughs> you don't know. And he's like, oh. Dion had a condition, like a, like a yeah. deep vein thrombosis thing, whatever he had to have he a lost couple two toes. <laughs> a couple toes. And she's like, well, you know, Ralphie has two toes on both, on all four of his uh, legs, on his feet. And he's like, oh, my God, I have something in common with Ralphie. Can't wait to meet him. 
and it's just stupid and yeah, silly, but, but it's it's fun. It's pretty funny. Like I I just I don't know. There's they've done a bunch of those YouTube videos now, and and they're he does a great job. There's and if you want prime Deion Sanders video, have you seen the one? Where Shannon Sharp comes in to, to tour the facilities and Dion's getting his foot massage. No. Look it up. It's, you know, he, he's he's constantly having to get therapy on that, on on his foot, right? So he's he's at Colorado, he's in the training room, and there's a trainer massaging his foot. And Shannon Sharp comes in to visit him. Just, immediately just starts bagging on his on his foot. Because it's, you know, it, it is uh it looks certainly different. And it is one of the all because they're really good friends, and immediately he just goes after him for having for having only eight toes. Coach Prime's good follow. He is. Coach Prime is a good follow. The Pac-12, um, the Pac-12 is a better place for having him in it. Bigger hero. Have you heard of this uh, Peyton Hillis story yet? You read about this? Yeah, they saved his kids, but he's. I guess he's doing okay. But he was. I guess he still is in the ICU. So Peyton Hillis, former Browns. Uh, Phenom running back, former Madden cover boy. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, he was like yeah. he was the thing in the NFL for about one year, maybe ten weeks. He had a big year, and then he had a halfway decent year, and then whatever. And they, it was all because he was white. Yes, they called him the Avalanche. He was white, and he ran downhill. He was like a poor man's Mike Allstott, and like the Madden people, they they left they it to him. they left it to a vote, and people overwhelmingly voted Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis. Yeah, because he was going to come back the next year and just be this stud. And no, he came back and was. Eh, and then after that, no one heard from him again. Bigger hero, Peyton Hillis. So the story is he was in Pensacola, Florida. Yep. And his kids, um, he had to save his kids from drowning. I haven't seen any of the details on exactly what that means. Where they, they said they were in an, in an accident on the water yeah, or something. Know. So we don't we don't know what led to his kids needing to be saved. Really. But I guess he saved. He saved. He them. saved the kids. And he was spent too much time underwater, and they had to life flight him out of there. Yeah, he's got kidney and yeah, like liver damage. They, I think they said lung. Right? Lung, maybe. But um, he remains unconscious in the ICU as of last night. I thought I saw today like, where today maybe a, he's doing a family better. spokesman said that he was uh, he was doing better for whatever that is worth. Yeah, Peyton Hillis, hero. Yeah. Who's a bigger hero, Peyton Hillis or Denny Kellington? Kellington's the guy that saved. Well, he's the one that originally performed the CPR on uh, Demar Hamlin. Not gonna give me Blaine Gabbert. What oh, he yeah. do? Yeah, Blaine yeah. Gabbert saved four people from a helicopter gra- crash on his jet ski in Tampa. Yeah, really? Yes. He and his brothers did. They were when out was jet this? skiing. This was like last Tuesday uh, yeah, or something like yeah, that. A little bit ago. Yeah, he'd be, they rode out there. So wait, somebody crashed in their helicopter. There were four, four people, people in the water. Yep. Some people were pinned inside. And Blaine Gabbert and his two brothers were like out jet skiing. Just and they cruises up like immediately Miami Vice. went to the spot and they helped get people out. Yeah. And then they helped. Damn. And I guess they said law enforcement was super fast at responding. So they just helped get the people to the first responders, basically. Well, he's going third on my list because he's from Missouri. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, who would have thought like you're in a plane crash? Do you think someone was like, hey, are you Blaine Gabbert? <laughs> Yeah. Can imagine, you take your shirt off, please? Imagine, like, being an NFL fan and, like, you know, you think of the most obscure person that you would uh, – that's a good question for the club or even now. Who's the most obscure person that you could be rescued by but you would you would know who they were? Like, I'm not certain if Blaine Gabbert – I don't think I would know. Him. I don't think I would know who Blaine Gabbert was. Well, I mean – like you know I, who he was, but you wouldn't recognize I him. I wouldn't recognize him. When I was 15 years old, I got to go play baseball in Beijing, China, and we went to visit Tiananmen Square. <laughs> and I looked across the square. I'm like, is that Clyde Drexler? 
And sure enough, there was some U.S. celebrity basketball tour that happened to be coinciding with our, our trip. And Clyde Drexler was visiting Tiananmen Square the same time I was. But he wasn't in a basketball jersey and he wasn't wearing blazer stuff. And I'm like, that tall yeah. guy looks like Clyde Drexler. And wasn't indeed. It, it was, was indeed Clyde. Yeah. If you were rescued by Peyton Hillis or Blaine. I don't think I'd know him. Blaine Gabbert, which would you, who would you more recognize? Neither one. I don't think. It, I don't think either. Maybe Gabbert. I've seen Gabbert's face more often because he's a quarterback and because he's been on a Sports Illustrated cover. I don't know why, but the first name that popped into my head was Scott Bayo. <laughs> well, he's pretty. He's famous. Is he? Yes, of course. Uh, I, he was yeah, like, yeah. He was, Everyone would know Scott Bayo if he saved him. I feel like that. Like I don't know why, but like I was thinking, and I was like, would I? I'm like maybe Scott Bayo. He hasn't done anything since Charles in Charge. No, but he's... But I think I would know Scott Baio. Well, yeah, of course you would. Maybe like a bit part actor, like a John C. McGinley. He comes to rescue you. You're like, huh, aren't you that guy John that's... C. McGinley? Oh, he's been in everything. The, yeah, you would know this guy. He's been... He was a doctor in Scrubs, but also he was in... Oh, okay, I know oh, I know yeah. who you're talking bit about. Bit part... You know, like if, if someone who's like you've seen in a bazillion movies... Well, I would recognize is, him. I would. But I would, I would not know who what his name is. I think yeah, it would fair. be more like I'd this. I'd be like, hey, are you the guy from Scrubs? Aren't and, you an actor? Are you saving my life right now? Does that count because I you don't know his name? Text light says, imagine Gary freaking Busey saving you. Well, you'd know who that you was. Would yeah, know you who would. Was. I think again, that's universal. Again, I'm I'm thinking it it would have to be one of those where you just scratch your head. And you're like, oh my god, like what is happening? I think that's Kevin Pitznoggle. <laughs> yeah, there, see, it's one <laughs> like that. Like Kevin, and especially if he's like, hey, I'm Kevin, and you're like, wait a minute. What's your last name, Pitsnoggle? Yeah. Maybe some, like, for me, it'd probably be some, like, random 1990s Kansas basketball player. Either that or, like, a, an old royal or something. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like Buddy Biancalana. Yeah. Like, hey. Are you? I've always wondered what happened to you. <laughs> like, if you're a Mariner fan, Bucky Jacobson saves yeah. you on the Olympic Peninsula. Exactly. You're like, Bucky Jacobson, what are you doing? All right. Well, a couple of sports heroes there. We got to go. Uh, coming up next, Joey Harrington joins us for his weekly visit brought to you by Mods PDX. It is 531. Here is Buck. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. 
Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media, and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. It is Friday and it is 5.30, which means it's Joey Harrington. Yes, New Year, New Joey. That's what I'm hearing. New Year's resolutions abound, right? Why? Oh. Why, what, was wrong with the old, what was wrong with the old Joey? <laughs> well, nothing. Uh, improvement. Yeah, it's like the iPhone, the right? Old, the you... old Joey drank too much bourbon? Is that the... <laughs> Well, the old Isaac did. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Um, yeah, I, I, I somewhat subscribe to the idea of self-improvement. I should say this. I wholly subscribe to the idea of self-improvement, but I don't necessarily subscribe to the idea that it just has to happen on January 1st. Yeah, all right. Like, why not, why not just work on being better all year long? Yeah. No, that's how we feel, too. It is kind of an arbitrary sort of thing. Like, you know, January 1 to, like, January 15th, you're great, and then the rest of the year you can be a real piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like, yeah, we don't need to get into no. this thing. But <laughs> Not yeah, important. Um, apparently I'm a brand new person yep. who uh, is ready to share fun stories about my <laughs> exploits in the NFL and everything that came with it. Well, you sound Wait, the isn't same. That, isn't that the old me? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, that sounds the like old the old me. Well, what were your thoughts when you saw the DeMar Hamlin situation unfold Monday night? You, yeah, you jump right at us. I sure did. New year, boy. Uh, I, I don't Honestly, I don't even know. Like, so many... So many thoughts. Um, Did you ever have something like that I, when you played? Well, I, I, I had my. I went into an irregular rhythm during a game. Mm. Um, I, I never, obviously, lost consciousness, um, but I did. I got. I noticed. I went into. It's called um, SVT, uh, supraventricular tachycardia. Um, and I was coming to the sideline and, you know, we were playing, I think I've told you this, we were playing the Tampa and it was, I think the year they won the Super Bowl, and it was, um, it was Derek Brooks and John Lynch and Warren Sapp and Booger McFarlane and that whole, and Rondé Barber. And I thought I was just pretty excited and I got to the sideline and couldn't catch my breath and I was like, Hey doc, I can't catch my breath, you know, as I was, you know, kind of gasping for air and, and he said, hold, you know, hold on. He grabs my pulse and, um, and then Tampa punts. So I was like, yeah, hey, I get, you know, we'll get it when we come back, you know, after the series, he says like, hell you are. And, and he grabbed me and put me right into the ambulance on the, on the EKG. Hmm. Um, and uh, there were, kind of say conflicting reports i still remember my heart rate going at three the the ekg had me at 308 um for my heart rate which i've had plenty of medical providers tell me it is ridiculous um 308 how is that even possible i i don't 
I'm stunned. <laughs> Jeez. So, I mean, it would explain the fact that I literally yeah. could not catch my breath. Yeah, that is a I got hummingbird. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but so, have have I experienced anything like that? Um, I, I've experienced a regular heart re- beat during a game. Um, it, it's not something that's life threatening. Um, and 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 even in that situation, you know, I went in and, and they did a, a cardiac ablation. Um, right that that evening like they literally put me in an ambulance and took me straight to henry ford um even in that situation like which seemed pretty crazy at the time i never felt like death was imminent right and that's that's the line that got crossed this week right that that's that is what we as football players, we always understood that injury and harm was was always one play away. But that was part of it. And and even with you know, and, and that's kind of what the big you know, the, the start of the big uproar was about the CTE stuff is like, hey, this this is information that was withheld. But even in that situation, that is long-term, not like it's happening tomorrow. You know, that's long-term information about what could happen down the road should you do that. This was a situation where like, death was happening as we watched it. Like, had, had the, the athletic, the assistant athletic trainer, and I'm, of course I'm blanking on his name for the Bills right now, not jumped in and begun CPR, there's a very real chance that we could have seen a player die on the field. And, and that's, um, that's what made it this different for a lot of us who played. Um, that, that was a different feeling. His name is Denny Kellington, mm-hmm. the assistant trainer. And, and he is, you know, that, that's the, like Kevin Style, University of Oregon head trainer. Right, Tom, Julie, Dean, like all all those all those people that you know, and I, I mentioned those names that you know wouldn't necessarily mean the hill of beans to anybody else, but those are all the people that took care of us when we were down in Eugene. Right, those are the people that were ready to do what the Bills' athletic trainer did. Um, I, I mean, it, it's. Yeah, man, we're starting out on a on a on a real real buzzer of a topic this year. I mean, I I I don't even know where to go to be honest because, like I said, that 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 line has even in a situation where I where I was literally taken away in a hospital, hooked up to an EKG, and sent straight to, you know, the the cath lab. I didn't. I wasn't pushing that line of death. Like that. That's different. Yeah. That that's something different. We had one in college where uh, a guy we were playing against got paralyzed, and I think I think later on he never played again. But I I think it was like a Ryan Shazier sort of thing. I think he right. got I think he got a lot of mobility back, but you know not not a hundred percent. But you know it's like thirty minutes, and you know as he was leaving the field, and and we all you know cut off the pads, take off the face masks, the spine board, and all that, and we all remember him saying, "I can't feel my limbs." And, um, dude, it, it was a 
absolute gut punch. And then everyone, all the coaches started yelling at you to get your mind focused and warm up. Like football players, we're conditioned. It's like you you go. And so you you saw it on the field. That's different. I mean, we've seen some horrible stuff, but no one was playing that game. In in a sport that's in a sport that's designed to just push on. That one was that one was different. I will never forget, and I'm sure you have a moment like this too. The first time I went to my, the, or, or my, my freshman year at Oregon, and the first time somebody had an injury, and it just happened to be like a, a major knee injury. Yeah. Guy, you know, gets blocked, and I, I hear him screaming in pain, like ah, you know, you you know that sound. And trainers come running out. Everybody stops and looks. And then not. 30 seconds later, you hear the whistle, move the drill. Yep. And, and the equipment guys respot the ball 20 yards up the field. And it literally, there's a guy screaming in pain, like mm-hmm. my knee, my knee, I've just torn, you know, I've, I've, you know, and, and understanding, trying to understand what this guy is dealing with. You, the coaches just, just move the drill. Like you just go on as if, <laughs> well, Man, you know that guy's gone. Let's 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 just keep on going. Like we've got we've got a job to do. Like I'll never forget that moment where that happened the first time. It was like, what what the hell is happening? Like that dude's done. Like that dude just had a, a a major knee injury, and and we're on to play seven in our in our in our team run install period. Like this is so this is how it is now, huh? Um, and and again, this was this is different. This this is this wasn't is somebody walking out of there on crutches after the game. This is, is somebody walking. Every, I mean, it, it, this isn't even is, is somebody walking again, like w- with paralysis. This is is this guy ever going to live? Um, and credit to everybody, all those trainers, the, the trainers and the doctors and the medical profession professionals that that got him to a place where he is right now, which is pretty miraculous. Did you ever have to play through something super heavy, you know, where you had to block it out or you just, you know, something was going on, maybe be in your personal life or in the locker room or something. And you had to get ready to play and, and play well. And what was that like? How did you do that? Um, you know, to be honest, um, I can't. I can't think of one. Um, Maybe Lions fans you know, <laughs> living, in, yeah. living in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, no. I mean, I, I've been pretty, you know, pretty blessed in terms of, um, you know, the things that have happened in my life. I, you know, I'm thinking of of family members who died. My grandpa died in the off season. He died while I was at the combine. Um, you know, I got the news. You know, right as right as I got off the field from, um, you know, doing my doing my combine tests. Um, you know, my grandma died a couple of years later, about the same time of year. But um, you know, I I have been lucky not to have any any real tragedy happen in my life, and then have to go out and 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 perform um, in spite of it. All right. Well, enough of the heavy stuff. Uh, we'll wrap up uh, Oregon yeah. season when we come back. God. Yeah. Well, Holy you know, it cow. was a big story. What the going to be like? I mean, well, no, I mean, God. it was a big deal. You know, that was. was the big news this week. 
Um, but bigger news, TCU Georgia on Monday, and Joey has a lock. That's what I heard. Hell yeah, I do. Yeah. We'll talk about didn't it. I pick, didn't I pick Michigan, though, last week? Oh, I was all over Michigan. <laughs> I think everyone did. <laughs> yeah. TCU yeah, proved okay. us all wrong. History hasn't been kind to the TCUs of the world in no, the playoffs. No, um, So we'll get to all this uh, coming up next with Joey Harrington here on 1080 The Fan. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back with uh, Joey Harrington. Uh, Ducks had a nice little uh, holiday bowl win to wrap up the season. Makes you feel a little bit better about uh, the last month and a half or so, which was, you know, dicey considering the Civil War and the Washington game. So things, you know, ended on a good note, at least. Joey? Yeah. No, I, I, I think, honestly, aside from going to the college football playoff or, you know, or, you know, winning the conference, like those – those things, once those things got taken off the table, this was the best thing that could have happened for the program going forward. And, and, and here's why. Even the way in which they performed, because I watched that game and was keenly reminded of um, a certain quarterback from 20 years ago who you know might score a touchdown in the first quarter or second quarter and then would just go and cruise control for about two and a half quarters until the fourth, you know, until the end of the game came around. And then, you know, we'd have a fourth quarter drive and win. Um, and what that did for me in those situations that helped instill a belief in my teammates that when things got tough, I would get the job done. Right. And so what Oregon had at the end of the season was a new head coach, that gave up a 
God, I, I don't know, 30, 35 to 10? Well, 31 to 10? 21-point lead. It was a 21-point lead, right? A new head coach that gave up. I blocked it out of my mind. <laughs> um, you know, and so there's questions about that. There's a quarterback who, um, you know, got hurt at the end of the year that, you know, there were questions about whether or not he was going to come back or go to the NFL, right? And so if you look at that, how the week transpired with Bo saying I'm back, and then the way in which Bo literally said in the fourth quarter, get on my back, I'm going to take us down the field, and we are going to win. That type of performance, not only solidified his position in the locker room for the guys that, that are there now, but think about all these highly touted new recruits that are going to be walking into a locker room and saying, who do I look to? Who do I look to as the leader? Who's going to show me what to do when things are tough? Not only just tough in the fourth quarter, but I tell you what, there's some dog. Suk, you remember these dog days in February where it's like, I don't want, I mean, I got six months until this (laughs) next game. And you're telling me I got a 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, 2 set of power cleans that I got to hit before I go out and do the sleds before I was like, hell no, I don't want to do that. And you look over and you see Bo Nix doing that. Who do I follow? Right. That type of performance sets the tone, not just for, you know, for the team on the field, but it sets the tone for leadership and offseason programs. And that is the best thing that could have possibly happened for that team. He established himself as the he's the guy. Right. You you, you want to get something done. Jump on the boat train. All right. And all you new guys coming in who think you're hot stuff. Here's how you do it. And so that, that could not have been a better situation for Bo or for, or for Coach Lanning coming into his first offseason. That's a good point. I mean, I, I roll my eyes sometimes at a lot of the you know, hyperbole that gets thrown out there about you know, intangibles and whatnot. But when you get a couple uh, or even just one, one true alpha dog, especially in the offseason when coaches aren't around that much, you got the strength conditioning mm-hmm. coach. I think it's especially in college with you know, like a lot of guys are immature I think that is criminally underrated to have at least one, preferably you got three or four uh, grown-ass men in a locker room full of a lot of immature kids. It it can make a difference in an offseason, and, and people don't see it, but the work you put in from February to August, it's like this, uh, you know, they'll, again, hyperbole, you know, cliche, putting hay in the barn, that sort of thing. But, I mean, that work, I, I just don't think people understand just how big that lead up in those months because no one sees it but you see it you know come september 1st you you build you build habits of yeah. what you do right it's easy to skip a set yeah. uh you know of of hang snatches because you're tired uh a tuesday you know tuesday morning at six thirty in the middle of february yeah. right but if you establish that as your pattern, as your routine, as you say, you know, it's okay just to skip this because it's just a little thing. Well, then what does that little thing turn into? And then all of a sudden, that little thing isn't a, isn't so little when you got and you got a guy breathing down your neck in the middle of September and you got to make one drive, right? There's 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 a way you live your <laughs> there's a way you live your life, right? And and to have a guy like Bo, who who is not that he wasn't already, but, but his, his commitment, his performance has established himself as the leader to hold people accountable. That's, that's hugely important. 
All right, tough question time. Probing question. As if the first first uh, segment wasn't tough enough. What is this? <clears throat> well, Different I thought it was kind of tough. I'm sorry. What? I said. I said. Like the the first segment was oh. unbelievably tough. Like that, well, but that was like emotionally tough. This is like a like a like a difficult question. Like I think it's going to be hard. It's going to make you think. Seventy three. It's going to okay. make you think. Okay, so you. So you're talking about Nick's, and I think you had this too. I mean, if you could, you'll be very humble about it. But you were a leader of men. Of what you know of the program, the Oregon program, either before you or after you, give us the top Oregon Ducks team leaders with with the traits that you just discussed regarding Bo Nix. Wow. Told you. I don't I love this question. This is a tough one to answer on the spot. Bank this one for next week. Are you gonna do homework on this? Gotta ruminate. Well gosh, I mean because I mean what you're doing is you're putting this entire like yeah, is this that's right. A, that's I told you it was I mean, tough. It is tough and I love it. But I mean God. Mario, you know, the recent recency bias versus, you know, position bias versus, you know, and not being in the, you know, like, is, do you, you know, uh, God, right. on field, are, are we going like, like a Patrick Chung? Where does he fall in this? Where do I got, I got to go. I, I got to go. Ooh, I got to do some research on this. Okay. You know, I, I'm sorry. I, I have to. I mean, because I don't feel like I can leave people out. There's too many. You know, God, the Matthews for the um, um, on those 2010 mail. Like, God, okay. Yeah, um, I got your mind working though. So yeah, put together a list. Buckner fall. Like, there's there are too many guys that I feel like I would forget if I just tried to list something off the cuff. Okay, I'm going to do some homework on this. Great. I, love I know that. it's I weird love but the, the, and I'm not as close obviously to the program as you, but you know, you talk to guys that are close to the program and know a handful of players and the first one that came to my mind and and he was a good player, but I wouldn't say he was like he, he wasn't a, a star, but Casey Matthews was the one you brought up. Exactly. I, I exactly. heard from so many guys that Case, Casey mm-hmm. Matthews was the absolute lifeblood of that defense and it was a damn good defense. It was underrated. Well, they, they played in the title. They game, They played right? in the title game, and the yeah. defense held yeah. up their end of the bargain. Yeah, Kevin Kevin Mitchell, Ooh. linebacker. Uh, he was a sophomore, I believe, the uh, on our Fiesta Bowl team. I mean, a guy like that who, uh, I mean, that is that's Casey Matthews, like the lifeblood of a defense. But you know, it's been fifteen, twenty years. So, okay, I. I, I I'm gonna make some lists, okay? I'm gonna Duly make noted. some lists. I'm gonna do some homework. I gotta, you know, go by position groups. Like, I mean, there's, there's so many different ways to go about this. Okay, we will revisit. I like this. Yeah, now this, I like how this how this year is starting. New year, okay. New Joey, new new Rop with yeah. questions that Bringing actually it. have some depth to them. <laughs> Bringing Damn. it. All right, I love it. That's right. And it's not always the best player. That's kind of one of those yeah. things. It's you know exactly. sometimes it can be the quarterback. Obviously, is a natural leader, but you know sometimes it is not the best player. It's just the right guy. Uh, at the right time, and it just guys gravitate to him. All right. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Uh, are you are you excited about TCU Georgia, or are you kind of like, all right, I'll watch? Oh, but... I'm, I'm thrilled about TCU yeah? Georgia because TCU is going to win, what? and we're going to see the the biggest upset <laughs> in the history of the college what? national championship game. You think they're going to win? 
Uh, well, think or hope? Think. Hope is a hell of a thing. You can hope. You well, well, yeah, but I, I believe in manifest destiny, right? So if I, if I can manifest this, right? How many times were we – we had stood no chance. We're sitting there with the ball in the, you know, in the fourth quarter. We have to go 78 yards in, in 31 seconds with no timeouts. It's not going to happen, right? I am, I, for God's sake, I was Joey Blue Skies in Detroit because I was so I, – I, I tried so hard to think mm. that the right thing was going to happen, right, that they actually criticized me for. TCU, everybody outside of the state of Georgia, and even some people in the state of Georgia, those who are Georgia Tech fans, want Georgia to lose. This is going to happen. TCU is going to shock the college football world and throw this system on their head right before we switch to a playoff. Um, Max Duggan is going to redeem himself after his average performance in the semifinal and become the Heisman Trophy finalist that he was. How, how am I doing? Am I, am I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm grasping at straws here. Well... I don't know how you're doing. I don't really believe you. I mean, I, you're trying, but to me, it's like mm. well, I'll drop this one then. The, the two big this would this is the biggest underdog in a, in a national championship since the you know college football playoff and BCS era. Um, right. But the two next, the two other biggest underdogs. Hold have, on, hold on. Let me th- hold on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yep. Ohio State. Uh, and Miami. Yes. O3. Yeah. Three. Yep. That's one. Okay, and the other one's harder. Miami, you, hold hold on. Is can I go? Yeah, Miami, Nebraska. Yeah, you can no, back when? No, Miami, Nebraska. Well, the eighties. The Miami oh, beat the, them. Oh no, BCS. No, you're talking about, you said BCS. Oh, BCS, BCS to college BCS football playoffs. Playoff. Uh, Alabama over. Um, oh, wow. did you say this on the show the other day? I might have. Yeah. Okay. I think I know you, you think about it. It's a team that that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, you know, they weren't anything, and then this guy kind of resurrected the program. It's a blue blood, what but I mean, Alabama over Clemson the first year with with uh, nope. Um, it was uh, Deshaun Watson and Rocky or uh, Oklahoma. Boomerson. Yeah. Hey. They're yeah. Right. Yep. Oklahoma, yeah. Florida yeah. State. Jason White. Florida State. It was either Hypel or Hypel White. Or I White. forget which one, but yeah, that Oklahoma. Oh, I was thinking. I was thinking college football playoff for that. Oh nope. yeah, it was Oklahoma. Yeah. Those and they were both. I think this is like what twelve and a half to thirteen and a half, depending. And the other ones were in the eleven to twelve range. So, if, if that makes you, I mean, two times we've had double digit dogs like this, and and they both shocked the world. The question is, you know, you you, you are dealing with blue. I mean, Oklahoma. I mean, that's a pretty talented team. And then Ohio State, <laughs> that wasn't about Ohio State. That was just about how good Miami was. TCU is, this would be the biggest upset in in, in college football that we, we've had in 50 years. But it can happen. Yeah. We've had this discussion. We've had this discussion about that Miami team. The 03 championship game team to the 02 season was arguably a better team than the one that won the cha- national championship my senior year, which was 01 season in the 02 championship game. And they lost to Craig Krenzel. Craig <laughs> Krenzel <laughs> in Ohio State. Yeah, they had a guy named Maurice Claret. But Craig Krenzel was the quarterback for Ohio State that led the Buckeyes over that Ken Dorsey, 
um, Willis McGahee, uh, Andre Johnson, um, Ed Reed, Philip Buchanan, uh, Antrell Roll, literally go name by name, Vince Wilfork, every single player on that team. And they got beat by Craig Krenzel. It's it can point. happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Do you think Oklahoma um, won scoring 13 points? They beat Florida State thirteen to two. They had the best defense in the country that year. Thirteen to two was the game, was the score of that game. I know we got we got to run, but I just yeah. want your opinion on this because okay, so it, it looks a little more lopsided than it is because Georgia won it last year, and TCU is so off brand. Like you're saying, Oklahoma is at least not. I mean, that's a blue blood. So yeah. is Ohio State. But um, do you think that the talent level in this game is a? Do you think a good comp is maybe that first uh, college football playoff final when Ohio State played Oregon? In Ohio State, you know, it's a close game until the fourth quarter, and Ezekiel Elliott in Ohio State warmed down. But do you think the talent level, TCU being the the Oregon and Georgia being the Ohio State, do you think that's that's a, a, a good comp for this game, or not? I I don't, and here's why: because I think that Marcus was off at the beginning of that game, and I think the way that Oregon started that football game put them put them behind the eight ball. And I don't think that necessarily had as much to do with Ohio State as it did with with Oregon. And sometimes it, from what we saw, I mean, because, look, they, they played Florida State, the defending national champion, yeah. the week before and beat them by 173, right? That was, that was a, a, a case of, of Marcus just being a little bit off for a quarter and a half, and now all of a sudden you're down two touchdowns and your game plan changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, they, they, wore, they wore them down. But I wouldn't say that they were that – I think the talent gap, in, if you're talking about recruiting rankings and, you know, five-star guys, and you know how much I love that, that recruiting stuff. Um, but if you're talking about that type of talent gap, this, this is probably as big as you've seen. Okay. All right. Well, it looks like you got some homework to do, big fella. I'm going. I'm going right now. The you know everybody's gonna be tuning in next week. This is this is big. We're gonna need this list. Leadership. Okay. Best <laughs> leaders. Okay. All right. I'm going. All right. Let me go. Let, let, let right. me get off the air right. so, so I can stop. Stop keeping God. me here. Okay. I got stuff to do. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. See you guys. All right, Joe Harrington each week brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. All right, Souk, up next, very important. Uh, we will kick off the club with science news. We are on the brink of a breakthrough cure for ED. Oh, thank God. It is here. I've been waiting. The bionic penis. <laughs> it's about time. We'll be right back on The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.